Hello and welcome to Sacred Heart Radio. I'm Father Michael Delcom, pastor of our community, and I'm grateful you've joined us today. Before we dive into today's message, I want to thank you for your support. At Sacred Heart, we're super excited about our mission to encounter Jesus and become missionary disciples. None of this would be possible without the incredible generosity and dedication of our supporters like yourself. Whether it's through prayer, time, or financial contributions, you allowed us to carry out our mission and touch the lives of countless individuals. If our ministry has helped you along the way, either with this podcast or with our online streaming, please consider financially partnering with us if you're not doing so already. We want to continue our virtual presence in an ever-challenging world, and your support allows us to do that. You can visit shbrusard.org and click the Give button. There you can find ways to support and partner with us on our mission. Another way to support us in our mission is just to share this content with others. Again, on behalf of our team, thank you for listening today. Let's get to today's content as we grow together. Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. He said, repent and believe in the gospel. What is the gospel? If you had to summarize the gospel, if you had to tell someone the gospel, if you would meet someone in your daily life, whether it's at work, whether it's um, at a volleyball game, a basketball game, whether it's at the duck camp, whether it's at your women's social and they don't know the gospel. How would you explain the gospel to them? After all, Jesus says, believe in the gospel. The assumption is if someone knows that you're a Christian, the assumption is you believe in the gospel, you know the gospel. Well, I know we have a lot of things that Catholics believe. It's hard to sometimes summarize what we believe. The gospel is another way of saying the good news. So the assumption is it's good news. The assumption is you know it's good news. The assumption is you're actually excited about the good news because if you're not excited, it's not really good news. So today I want to maybe go through an easy way to explain to someone the gospel easy way to explain the gospel so that you can have a conversation with someone who might not know the gospel, might have heard about Jesus, but really isn't a believer, or might believe in Jesus, but really doesn't know the gospel. Kind of stole this from Focus. Um, Focus is a a college campus ministry, but it's really um, a good way to teach and to coach young college kids to invite other college kids to know the gospel. They summarize it in five R's. We're going to talk about five R's today to summarize the gospel. First R is relationship. You and I are made by God. The infinite God before all of anything was created, anything existed. God chose to make you and me to be in relationship with him. The infinite God... The creator made us, who are finite creatures, he made us so that we can be in relationship with him. Scripture says God is love. And what love is, is to will the good of the other. Love is always other-centered. So God creates us to share his love with us, to be in relationship with us. First, our relationship. That's easy to explain. Some people um, are always asking this question, why do I exist? What's the meaning and purpose of life? The meaning and purpose of life is that you and I are made 
by God to be in relationship with God, to live with him, to love him, and to serve him in this life. Relationship. Two, here comes the bad news. Rebellion. When God made creatures, he made uh, some beautiful creatures. He made actually one of the most beautiful creatures, the angel of light, Beelzebul. And Satan was so beautiful and so attractive, um, he began to think of himself as more beautiful than God. And he didn't want to serve God, and so Satan rebelled against God. He sowed mistrust in the other angels, and he gathered for himself a group of angels that were going to work on his behalf to convince us, humanity, humans, that God is not trustworthy. And so in the garden, Adam and Eve, Satan convinced Adam and Eve that God was not trustworthy so they could rely on their own strength, on their own power, so they could be independent of God. And sin, distrusting God, created this chasm, it created this void, it created this distance between infinite God and finite creatures. You and I are made for God. There's a longing in our heart for God. It's an infinite longing. But the rebellion of sin created this division between us and God that you and I are helpless to bridge. We're helpless. No, no matter what we do, no matter how much self-help books we read, no matter how much we try to get better, no matter how much we try to improve ourselves, there's nothing we can do to bridge the gap between us and God. There is an infinite gap between the infinite God and us creatures. And that's a bad situation to be in. That means we are damned to be disconnected from our creator. We are damned for death and hell. Hell is separation from God. There's no one who is able to bridge this gap. Third R, reconciliation. This is the key. This is the, the hinge point. God saw this. And God, who is infinite, God became man. He took on our humanity. He became fully human. He was fully God and fully human. And God, in Jesus, offered up perfect love back to God the Father, something we can't do. He stood in our place and he loved God in the way that we're called to love God. Which is beautiful in and of itself. But when Jesus offered himself on the cross, when Jesus died for all of us, God gave an infinite gift back to, to God himself. And so the God-man did for us what we could not do for ourselves. He made a bridge between us and God. He brought us together. And in Jesus, he says, if you believe in me, if you accept me, if you are baptized into me, then you can have access to God. And that's the fourth R, recreation. 
Jesus doesn't come just to restore us back to relationship so that we can walk side by side with God. No, actually what Jesus offered us is something even more than God offered Adam and Eve. Jesus offers us to be recreated in Jesus to actually share in the life of God. Because God became man, in baptism we are offered the life of God. Jesus actually will live inside of us. He will actually grow inside of us so that we can share and have God's life inside of us. St. Paul says in 2 Corinthians, God came to make all things new, to make us a new creation And so that's why we have the church. The church is where we, we grow in holiness. The church is where we receive the sacraments. The Eucharist is where we receive the body and blood of Jesus. And the body and blood of Jesus begins to shape and form our very life so that we look and think and act like Jesus because he's inside of us. This is even more than what God offered Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, it was relationship with God. Now we are in God. We share in the life of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's what sanctification means. That's what becoming holy means. We give our life more and more to God. We become holy. We become like God, filled with God. The last R, response. Our response to God is called to be the response that God gives us. God gives us everything, and we're called to give God everything. He says, come and follow me. Come and give your life to me, and I will give my life to you. Come and learn my ways so that you can be like me, and you can tell other people about me. There's probably three different ways that we can respond to God. Now, this is important. I need you to listen. There's a difference between believing in Jesus and following Jesus. I know a lot of people in here, a lot of you believe in Jesus. You believe who he is. You believe the scripture. You believe it. But we don't all follow Jesus. There's a difference. I can say he's God, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm living as if he is God of my life. One response is to believe in Jesus, but I am Lord of my life. I make my own decisions. I do what I want to do. I go where I want to go. Jesus is real. He's God, but he's not God of my life. Two, I can be in relationship with Jesus. You know what? I'm going to welcome him into my life. I'm going to consult him every once in a while. We're going to talk about a few things, and maybe he influences my life a little bit, but I'm still Lord of my life. I'm still the director and author of my plans and my dreams. Every once in a while, I ask Jesus to bless them, or maybe I consult him about them because I want to make a good decision, but I'm still on the throne of my life. And option number three, 
I am no longer the author and director of my life. Jesus is on the throne. He is my Lord. He directs my plans, my dreams, my future. I am at his service. There's a difference. And for the response, the proper response to Jesus, the proper response is we surrender our entire life to him. That's the gospel in a nutshell. All of you are able to talk about that. And you may find yourself in different parts of that gospel, in different parts of that story. And maybe this is the first time you hear this gospel and maybe you are moved to say, gosh, where am I? Do I want this? That sounds attractive. I do notice a longing in my heart. I notice like an ache and a pain for something more, for something great. And I'm searching this world in the finite things for something that is infinite inside of me. Five R's, relationship, rebellion, reconciliation, recreation, and response. Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. And he said, believe in it and follow it. Let's pray for the grace that you and I can follow this gospel. Whatever spoke to you, perhaps one thing spoke to you. Maybe you can make some action steps this week. And maybe you can boldly, when someone that you meet doesn't know anything about Jesus, doesn't know anything about the gospel, or at least they say they know the gospel, but you look at their life and it's anything but the gospel. Maybe you can share, you know what? This is the gospel. Why don't we try to follow it together? Amen.